Beneficial Outcomes, Massive Transformative Purpose, and Smart Goals. Now that we can make sense of the various potential outcomes for the future of humanity, let us ask some key questions. Given our collective wisdom, knowledge, and information available, what specific beneficial outcomes should we aim for? What is our massive transformative purpose as humanity? What are our smart goals? Can we diagnose potential problems that are preventing us from reaching our goals and achieving beneficial outcomes for humanity? Can we identify the root causes for these problems? Knowing the right questions to ask is half the battle. Reframing the way we think about their solutions and answers is the rest. The new tools we have certainly give us a head start, but it is our ability to think strategically, analytically and innovatively that will be the difference between action and continued talking. It is time for solutions. While our first step is having the right questions and knowing the problems we face, the second step is being able to be honest with ourselves about where we really are. A thought echoed by many modern authors, political and social commentators, and futurists is summed up by Mark Manson when he describes a relatively little-known term, the paradox of progress. It goes something like this. With all the progress that we have made in science, medicine, social rest, political mildness, and economic growth, why are we all so unhappy and left with more of a sense of hopelessness than years past? As Manson puts it, we are the safest and most prosperous humans in the history of the world, yet we are feeling more helpless than ever before. The answer is that we have lost hope. But how, we might ask. Because hope is not about statistics or how well we are doing. Hope is found in the future. And the more we must lose, or the more uncertain our future seem, the less we feel we must hope for, and the more we must fear. In his psychological research, Manson summarizes that we need three things to remain hopeful. A sense of control, a belief in the value of something, and a community. Without a community, we feel isolated, and our values cease to mean anything. Without values, nothing appears worth pursuing. Without control, we feel powerless to pursue anything. Without all of these, we lose hope. If this is the case, then these changing times of uncertainty have certainly caused many to lose hope. There is also much uncertainty in our future, what our place is in it, what technology will change, how we will adapt, what we will lose. Not all this uncertainty is derived from our increasing abilities to imagine and create and not all feel a little hopeless by this ability. Just the same, we are living in a time where people do not know what to believe spiritually and are struggling to grapple with a future that may look devastatingly different from the present we know. Another major contributing factor to uncertainty is actual versus constructed reality. We live in a world where constructed reality is impacting humanity at scale. Although we should strive to distinguish fiction from reality, we should have a balanced perspective and recognize that fiction is also vital. For without commonly accepted stories about things like money, states and corporations, no complex human society can function. However, this is not always easy to do given the rise of sensationalist media and a plethora of opinions, sometimes intersubjective, that appear online and within communities. This might include which leaders we support, which views we like, or our conclusions on topics of which we have little or sometimes incorrect information. Distributed ledger technology can help. 
AI can help too. Machine intelligence and learning needs not to be biased if the humans behind the algorithms take measures to avoid and deal with bias. When we use machine intelligence to further our own stories or values, we must ask ourselves what these are and what the cost to these are. We can value the greater good over privacy, but what do we think the greater good is? Is it about happiness? Efficiency? Simple and more inclusive services? Rewarding those who behave in ways we like? Freedom of information, verification of information and free press is important, but how do we advance this truth without detracting from cultural, religious, political and community-driven intersubjective values and constructions of reality? What we know is that we have tools that were previously only a product of imagination. Sci-fi, the genre, was born from this ability to imagine and media in general has spent many a budget on catastrophizing what science and technology might make of our future. Well, that future is now. The smart technology era has begun, and our abilities to only know and invent but to instantly share what we know and invent with the world sparks a new urgency to direct our knowledge and inventions towards what makes our unknown future a bearable, fruitful and sustainable one. Our constant connectedness and the ease with which our thoughts, inventions and philosophies spread puts a great responsibility on each individual to use the tools we have in a positive way. Not just for ourselves and immediate surroundings, but for the sake of the world, life, nature and humanity. Our new tools might seem scary, but they also open a way to solve problems in continuous, unexpected and simplified new ways. We no longer need to rely on large buildings and machines and spaces to work, produce, connect and create. We now have algorithms, AI, mobile phones, IoT and nanotechnology. We have the tiniest and yet most powerful tools to do almost anything we dream possible and inspiring. How can we frame our story to have a happy ending? Our story can be one with a happy ending or at least set on a happy path. But it is not an accidental ending or path. It requires work, the ability to let go of ego to find firm solutions and the ability for each person alive to accept the challenge to see things differently by first being honest about where we are. It requires acceptance of the smart technology era and its impacts so that conclusions may be reached from true and actual premises. It might help to know that our fear about the future, the changes, human displacement, job and profession changes, the utter disruption to the life we know are not only unavoidable and even untrue, but there is so much hope in it for humanity as well. The smart technology era gives us the opportunity to get in touch with what makes us truly human. The very thing that technology cannot and will not replace is what makes us innately human. But we need to acknowledge and celebrate this if we are to reap the positive rewards that are awaiting us once we have gone through the difficult changes to our reality and embraced our new existence. It is coming anyway, and embracing it only makes it that much easier. It also means that we get to steer it, be a part of it, and ensure that our shared fears do not come to pass. We first need to note that globalization, automation, constant connection and information consumption are exceptionally overwhelming. We confuse this overwhelm with despair and fear the worst because we do not understand it or we have not stopped to catch our breath. 
or we have not cottoned on to how technology can allow us to celebrate, embrace and uplift our innate humanness. Yes, things are changing. In the years to come, things will start changing a whole lot faster. The world as we know it now has started to and will rapidly continue to look quite different, particularly in developed nations and developing nations that are insisting on not being left behind. On the African continent, Kenya is a good example of such a developing nation that is actively working on eradicating corruption, leapfrogging social and economic inclusion, providing basic services, and educating and connecting its entire country in the knowledge and skills they will need to know to be a part of the transformation, not outside of it. Humans are social creatures, seeking love and connection acknowledgement. Whatever machines are, they cannot yearn and seek the way we can. They may be able to emulate love and empathy, but they will never be able to feel it in the exact way we as humans experience it. They may be able to converse with us, but they can never connect with us in a true human way. Whatever machines will be, the subconscious streams that run through us, knowing and feeling things before we realize that we do, are for the foreseeable future, strictly human domain. There has never been a better time to embrace creating positive and uplifting cultures and communities, treasuring human connection, kindness and generosity, and taking time to get to truly know not only the people around us, but ourselves. AI-driven automation of tasks, learning and reasoning will be giving us more time to build cultures, organizations and families intentionally with care and concern for the impact on human life. We have never had better tools or means to share knowledge and information and can, with a little help, easily learn the skills we will need to thrive in the economy, in society and interpersonal relationships. If we only focus smart technology's ability to empower and help us, our ability to decide what we build, create and program and the things that make us truly human, there is no reason why the changes and disruptions we face cannot be shaped not only positively but in a way that allows each person on this planet to prosper. The simplest and smartest of the technologies started as thoughts in human minds, are trained and checked by human minds, and are accountable by humans as well. If we fear a future where humans merge with machines, or are totally replaced by machines, a future which has only been postulated, then let us steer away from this, and rather use the amazing tools and information we have at our disposal to create and empower a future that improves where we are now, not threaten it. AI is not some foreign entity. Machine learning does not happen by itself. It is the creation of humans. It is time each human, particularly leaders, business owners, and those with any form of power to direct and inspire, take the necessary steps to embrace our new reality every day and ensure that everyone has the information and tools to embrace it too. Businesses and governments are just larger entities than individuals. They too can join the transformation, embracing the changes and uplifting the humanness that walks through their walls. They too can use smart technology to work with humans. Roles and processes may change, but new roles and processes emerge. Education and training are an integral part in staying abreast of the transformations that are coming. Finding new ways to see economics, politics and the centralized systems that are vulnerable to changes has never been more important. 
If the leaders in industry direct the changes and become a part of the conversation in a solution-seeking way, the industry collapse will not cripple businesses because these businesses will be at the front lines of these changes. They will shift directions as the direction shifts and they will be empowered to do so because they were willing to change. They were willing to surrender to what is coming anyway and steer it instead of watching it from a melting iceberg. Work is being done to provide a framework for laws, policies and smart technology adoption in businesses, institutions and governments. The hope is that this will result in an adoptable, adaptable and actionable framework that feeds a one-size-fits-all solution with varying implementations. Many of us may have heard of an organization's mission or vision. These explain what an organization aims to achieve and how it will go about achieving it. A massive transformative purpose, MTP, is so much more than that. It speaks to the aspirations of the organization in how it aims to impact the world. It is deeply tied into why the organization exists in the first place, not just for the services or products it offers, but in the impact it aspires to have on the world, societies, people's lives and our planet, on the things never thought possible and the changes we do not even know to ask for. Through digital transformation and smart technology, it is not as far-reaching as it once may have been to affect the world at large with our dreams and aspirations. There are many who believe that we must have a certain amount of output, 10 times more than our competitors, a certain amount of profit, or a certain amount of power to have an MTP. But the far-reaching and automatic effects of digital life mean that we have more power than ever before to affect the globe with one seemingly small creation. Whoever you are, whether a politician, an academic, a coder in a basement, or founder of a small business, you can and should think about what your MTP is. With respect to an MTP, Peter Diamandis has been quoted to say, Find something you would die for and live for it. What world do you want to be part of? What do you want to change or affect? And how can what you are doing at this moment start you on that path? It will not happen overnight. It may not even happen in a year. But with an MTP to empower and inspire your vision and mission, you can steer the world towards the change that you see. Be idealistic. Be realistic too. We have never before had the tools we have now. Tools that are changing the world at an exponential pace. So let us think about what we want to transform and then look to the amazing tools at our disposal to help us reach our aspirations. How can AI give us the tools we need to solve our problems and reach our MTP? In every century, every generation, we exist and live with the tools of that time. Sometimes things change and progress slowly, minor improvements to already existing products, processes and services. Sometimes major inventions or disruptions to industries and ways of life change things completely and quickly. The invention of electricity, the fax machine, the aeroplane, steel, the personal computer, the internet and many more major life-altering events all change society completely. Smart technology is one of those events. It is our latest tool to improve, survive, damage and completely change the way we live. Only we have not yet realized how to use it, not really. And we have certainly not realized how to govern, control and direct it. We are relying on people and businesses who know how to use these tools to do something 
although we are not really sure what, and we mostly just sit back as we watch and wait. The world at large has not much idea of what is being built, who is building it, or what it does. Our opinions on smart technology are vastly uninformed and positive, negative, or neutral. We fear, we are excited, or we are just carrying on while our services and processes change. We may experience relief or discomfort by these changes, but we get used to our new ways of banking, for example, and eventually that becomes the new normal. Many involved in the dialogue are talking about the potential improvements and dangers of smart technology and AI. We need ethics guidelines. We need laws. We need to make sure we are using it for good. We need to use these tools to affect widespread social inclusion and lift people out of desperation and degradation. We need to improve our businesses, create jobs, ensure we are not becoming irrelevant. Fewer people are talking about practical ways to actually do this. It is clearly a time for action, not just talking, not just writing. While these conversations are important, how much longer will they go on for before the world sits down and does the work of actualization? Not merely leaving it up to the businesses, organizations and research institutes who are using and creating it. The point is that we all need to be involved in the discussions and actions. People need to know what AI and smart technology are. We need to know the potential they hold. We need to look at how and where our latest technologies are already being used and we need to understand the effects they are having and their potential impacts. With education and knowledge, we are then equipped to not merely talk about ethics and laws, but to truly see the tool of smart technology for what it is. Then we can create the guidelines, policies and laws that the whole world needs and that the whole world needs to agree on. Whatever our purpose, whatever we want to achieve, AI and its complementary technologies are the tools we have. They are the 21st century tools to survive, thrive and solve problems. How can we use it? We start with knowing what it is, what it can do and how it is already being used. If we want to create infrastructure, obtain information, start new businesses, provide education and medicine to remote areas, protect our resources, provide new services, improve services, eradicate corruption, solve crimes, improve behavior, or cure diseases. Intelligent technologies offer us ways of doing this that we may not have dreamed of. So what does an MTP for humanity look like? To qualify as an MTP, it needs to be bold, ambitious, transformational, purpose-driven, and able to unite, motivate, and inspire people to passionately execute on the purpose and vision. Here is my first step at such an expanded MTP. Evolve a dynamic, empathic, prosperous, thriving, and self-optimizing civilization that benefits everyone in sustainable ways and in harmony with nature. By driving beneficial outcomes for all life through decentralized, adaptive, and agile economic, social, and governance systems that reward active participation and positive contributions to society and civilization, but also help to keep peace and protect humanity from any potential harm in elastic ways that respect individual freedom and privacy. And through using and democratizing knowledge, science, smart technology, and other tools in optimal human-centric ways that are based on wisdom, good values, and ethics to dynamically solve problems, create opportunities and abundance, and share benefits with everyone.
and maximizing quality of life, community building, virtues and character strength development, sense making, standard of living, well-being and meaningful living of everyone and with consideration of the best possible livable habitat, other living organisms, the environment, and our place in the universe. If humanity can execute on this MTP, it would address Mark Manson's concerns with respect to people not having hope in the future due to lacking a sense of control, a belief in the value of something, and a community. This MTP looks at humanity and civilization as a living organism where we want to optimize both on an individual and civilization level. As with our own minds and bodies, we preferably want every part of our system to be in good shape and as healthy as possible and living in the best possible conditions that support quality of life, excellent well-being and meaningfulness. We also want to live in a safe, stimulating, dynamic, empathic, prosperous and thriving world driven by self-optimizing economic, social and governance systems where we can actively participate in community building and make positive contributions to society, have high quality collective sense making and know that others in society are also incentivized to contribute in creating a sustainable self-organizing civilization with the help of democratized smart technology that aims to dynamically solve problems, create opportunities and abundance, and share benefits with everyone, all in harmony with nature. The optimization function associated with this MTP for humanity should aim to maximize supporting the motivational requirements of every person, as also defined by Maslow's eight-stage model, in terms of physiological, safety, psychological, belongingness, love, esteem, cognitive, aesthetic, self-actualization, and transcendent needs. Scalable smart technology and tools such as personalized AI agents and life coaches under full control of the user can, for example, assist in this regard. I will share more about this in the last chapter. It would be ideal to also help people to build and continuously improve on virtues and character strengths. Positive Psychology has compiled the works of researchers to create a classification system for broadly valued positive traits. The six classes of virtues and the underlying character strengths consist of wisdom and knowledge. For example, creativity, curiosity, open-mindedness, love of learning, perspective, and wisdom. Courage, for example, bravery, persistence, integrity, and vitality. Humanity, for example, love, kindness, and social intelligence. Justice, for example, being an active citizen who is socially responsible and a loyal team member, fairness, and leadership. Temperance, for example, forgiveness and mercy, humility and modesty, self-regulation and self-control, and prudence. And transcendence, for example, appreciation of beauty and excellence, gratitude, hope, humor and playfulness, and spirituality or a sense of purpose. A good character is typically based on the strength of authenticity, persistence, kindness, gratitude, hope, humor, and other character strengths. Just imagine a world where we still have our individual freedom and can guide humanity and build into our educational systems to become better humans, not only for our own benefit, current fellow citizens of the world, and other life on earth, 
but also causing positive ripple effects for future generations of civilization to benefit from what we are currently contributing to civilization. There are so many possible futures at any given moment. These futures are shaped by our collective and individual choices. Some accidental, some intentional, always shaped by many different choices which can for example be attributed to incidences, inaction, behaviors and reactions at a time. The relationship between what we do today and what we see unfold in one day, one year and hundred years is casual. Usually, it takes large movements and inventions to shape the future. But with digital smart technology and its processing and sharing power, whose speed and impact we are still struggling to understand, one suddenly has much more power to shape climates, direction and entire futures for the entire world. This may seem scary, but it is empowering. It is empowering to know that our individual lives and the collective lives we shape will be the guiding force into the future. If we are aware, educated and intentional about it, we move into a future that we want, one where humans are the center of the world enhanced by machines, not overtaken by them. Imagination combined with what we have already seen of smart technology and where it has the potential to take us allows us to make some educated guesses about our future. Not a future 500 or 1000 years from now, but 10 years, 20 years, 50 years. Many of these future imagined ways of life are already being used in some ways and many minds are applied to solving particular problems. In a paper, Goals for Humanity, David Montgomery proposes the development of progress goals for humanity should go beyond the reduction of negatives. He offers some ideas for goal development as an ongoing process based on Maslow's goals hierarchy, values, standard of living, quality of life, relationships among individuals, and literature. It is good to keep this in mind as we consider the goals that were developed by the United Nations in 2015 as they set the 2030 Agenda for sustainable development and transforming our world from an economic, social and environmental perspective. By the time of writing this book, we are already a few years into executing this agenda, which is an action plan for humans, the planet and prosperity that aims to also reinforce and extend peace and freedom globally. They consider the greatest global challenge from a sustainability perspective to be the elimination of poverty in the broader sense and to cure and secure our planet. To this end, the United Nations has defined 17 Integrated and Unified Sustainable Development Goals SDGs, and 169 targets to not only end poverty and hunger, but also make sure that every person can fulfill their potential in a respectable, peaceful and fair manner and within a healthy environment where they can live prosperously, fulfilled and free from fear and violence. There is a key constraint in that economic, social and technological progress should occur in harmony with nature as the planet needs to be protected from becoming a less livable planet for us. The latter implies that for the sake of present and future generations of humanity, our consumption and production of goods and services needs to be sustainable, that natural resources need to be managed in a sustainable fashion and that we need to urgently address climate change. The SDGs include stopping poverty in all its forms everywhere, 
terminating hunger, achieving food security, improving nutrition and promoting sustainable agriculture, ensuring healthy lives and promoting well-being for all at all ages, ensuring inclusive and equitable quality education and promoting lifelong learning opportunities for all, achieving gender equality and empowering all women and girls, ensuring availability and sustainable management of water and sanitation for all. Ensuring access to affordable, reliable, sustainable and modern energy for all. Promoting sustained, inclusive and sustainable economic growth. Full and productive employment and decent work for all. Building resilient infrastructure. Promote inclusive and sustainable industrialization and foster innovation. Reducing inequality within and among countries. Making cities and human settlements inclusive, safe, resilient and sustainable. Ensuring sustainable consumption and production patterns. Taking urgent action to combat climate change and its impacts. Conserving and sustainably using the oceans, seas and marine resources for sustainable development. Protecting, restoring and promoting sustainable use of terrestrial ecosystems. Sustainably managing forests. Combating desertification and halting and reversing land degradation and halting biodiversity loss. Promoting peaceful and inclusive societies for sustainable development. Provide access to justice for all and build effective, accountable and inclusive institutions at all levels. And strengthen the means of implementation and revitalize the global partnership for sustainable development. Although a lot of these goals are about reduction of negatives and dealing with the harsh realities of our present world, it does also address some aspects of Maslow's goal hierarchy with respect to basic needs on a physiological and safety level and aspects such as values, standard of living, quality of life and relationships among individuals. That said, there is an opportunity to also have goals more focused on supporting humanity's psychological, cognitive, aesthetic, self-fulfillment and transcendence needs. In the journal paper, the sustainable development goals viewed through gross national happiness, Ubuntu and Bjorn Vivir, as well as doctoral dissertation, Doreen van Noren provides a cross-cultural comparison of the South African philosophy of Ubuntu, which means I am because we are, and emphasizes the value of relatedness and compassion. The Buddhist gross national happiness or Bhutan, which calls for mutually reinforcing material and spiritual development, compassion, balance, moderation, harmony between the inner and outer worlds, respect for nature and interdependence of all things. And the Native American idea of Bjorn Vivir from Ecuador, which is based on living in harmony with others or nature and in balance between spiritual and material wealth. Doreen, with whom I also recently participated as a speaker in the Africa Knows Conference, outlines the perspectives of these three worldviews on the SDGs, and specifically how they view development, sustainability, goals and indicators, the implicit value underpinnings of the SDGs, prioritization of goals and missing links and leadership. She argues that although the SDGs contain language of all three these specific worldviews, it is evident that Western modernism has a dominant influence with individualism more represented and private sector responsibility lacking to a certain extent as opposed to having sharing, collective agency and the human nature well-being interrelationship better incorporated. 
Doreen therefore recommends a reinterpretation of the SDG framework and globalization in general by finding common ground between Western modernism, Ubuntu, happiness, and beyond vivir. This might, for example, involve replacing words like development with interrelationship, end result oriented goals with process thinking, and sustainability with cyclic nature and or earth governance. Although some tweaks and slight improvements can be made, I do not think there are a lot of people that can fault the aspiring and forward-looking vision that accompanies the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals to provide a solid foundation for a better world. We envisage a world free of poverty, hunger, disease and want, where all life can thrive. We envisage a world free of fear and violence, a world with universal literacy, a world with equitable and universal access to quality education at all levels, to healthcare and social protection, where physical, mental and social well-being are assured. A world where we reaffirm our commitments regarding the human right to safe drinking water and sanitation and where there is improved hygiene and where food is sufficient, safe, affordable and nutritious. A world where human habitats are safe, resilient and sustainable and where there is universal access to affordable, reliable and sustainable energy. We envisage a world of universal respect for human rights and human dignity, the rule of law, justice, equality and non-discrimination, of respect for race, ethnicity and cultural diversity, and of equal opportunity permitting the full realization of human potential and contributing to shared prosperity, a world which invests in its children and in which every child grows up free from violence and exploitation, a world in which every woman and girl enjoys full gender equality and all legal, social and economic barriers to their empowerment have been removed. A just, equitable, tolerant, open and socially inclusive world in which the needs of the most vulnerable are met. We envisage a world in which every country enjoys sustained, inclusive and sustainable economic growth and decent work for all. A world in which consumption and production patterns and use of all natural resources from air to land, from rivers, lakes and aquifers to oceans and seas are sustainable. One in which democracy, good governance and the rule of law as well as an enabling environment at national and international levels are essential for sustainable development, including sustained and inclusive economic growth, social development, environmental protection and the eradication of poverty and hunger. One in which development and the application of technology are climate sensitive, respect biodiversity and are resilient. One in which humanity lives in harmony with nature and in which wildlife and other living species are protected. Although this vision is great and also ties in with the proposed MTP for humanity, from an execution perspective the vision and goals are likely to be more difficult to achieve, if not impossible in its totality, as it is embedded in the practical realities and constraints of the present world and assumes still working with the current institutions, governance systems, economic systems, political systems and ideologies to address the problems that we have as humanity. The World Economic Forum also notes in 2020 that the delivery of many of the UN's Sustainable Development Goals are far off track and in some areas progress is going backwards. To this end, they have introduced a global public-private sector 2030 vision platform 
a merger of ARM's 2030 Vision Partnership Initiative with the WEF's Frontier 2030 Initiative and co-chaired by the United Nations Development Programme to help mobilise a more focused and collaborative effort to use smart technology to help achieve these goals in accelerated fashion. Although initiatives such as this one is good and part of a multi-pronged approach to at least work towards the realisation of the SDGs, their effectiveness will likely still be limited if it does not fully address the more fundamental aspects and systemic root causes of the underlying problems that we face. What I am advocating is in addition to the vision and the SDGs to also have specific goals that supports the proposed MTP for Humanity that can help take us from our present economic, social and governance systems to one where we have given ourselves a much better chance to be successful in tackling the global problems from a wealth gap and inequality, economic, political, society, climate change, technology and public safety and cybersecurity perspective. Some of these specific challenges, as also mentioned in the previous chapter, include the lack of economic opportunity and unemployment, safety, security and well-being, lack of education, food and water security, government accountability, transparency and corruption, political polarization, dysfunctional governance, digital dictatorships, societal manipulation and political propaganda, religious conflicts, Poverty, where more than 70% of the people in the world own less than $10,000 or roughly 3% of total wealth in the world. Inequality from an income, discrimination and geopolitical perspective. Financial inclusion and credit access. Large-scale conflict and wars, for example nuclear war, biowarfare and lethal autonomous weapons. Pandemics, health in developing nations, climate change and destruction of nature, technology disruption and intelligent automation, overpopulation in developing regions such as Africa, population collapse and cybercrime. What are the goals associated with the kind of world that are effectively implied by the proposed MTP for Humanity? As a first attempt, the following outline maps 14 specific MTP goals interspersed with the relevant 17 SDGs within the proposed MTP for Humanity framework. As with the framework, the MTP goals are also a function of a synthesis and sense-making of many ideas and proposals of which some were highlighted and discussed earlier in this chapter. I've also included some notes for where some of the current SDGs need further consideration. Evolve a dynamic, empathic, prosperous, thriving and self-optimizing civilization that benefits everyone in sustainable ways and in harmony with nature. By driving beneficial outcomes for all life through decentralized, adaptive and agile economic, social and governance systems that reward active participation and positive contributions to society and civilization, but also help to keep peace and protect humanity from any potential harm in elastic ways that respect individual freedom and privacy. MTP Goal 1 Develop a Pareto-topia type of world that aims to maximize a beneficial future for as many people as possible with many protopian elements and in harmony with nature. MTP Goal 2 Build a more local, more human city-state civilization with decentralized, community-based and self-optimized governance and a more elastic, dynamic and direct democracy with social structures that have polycentric and polyarchic elements. MTP Goal 3 
re-engineer and continuously improve on designing the most positive, uplifting and compassionate human-centric society and associated incentives that complement and extend the currently evolving workplace by rewarding active participation and positive contributions to society and civilization. MTP Goal 4 Implement a more robust, resilient, responsive, dynamically fine-tuned and controlled form of capitalism to drive sustainable economic growth in an open-ended fashion and maximize the benefit to all stakeholders. MTP Goal 5. Promote infinite game dynamics that aims to perpetuate games in the broader sense of the word and limit rivalry wherever possible and only have finite game dynamics and limited forms of rivalry where it makes sense to do so and where it does not have harming effects. SDG 8. Promote sustained, inclusive and sustainable economic growth, full and productive employment and decent work for all. Note. In a smart technology-driven world, with an increasing deployment of assisted, augmented and autonomous intelligence applications, it will have an impact on the job market as we know it. As mentioned in MTP Goal 4, we would need to look at a redefined workplace that is complemented by a reward-driven, compassionate and positive value creation system for society. There is also a question mark about the need for never-ending economic growth as opposed to open-ended economic growth that is more flexible. SDG 10. Reduce inequality within and among countries. Note. Although our current civilization's organization with respect to countries is likely to be part and parcel of our current world for the foreseeable future, in a highly networked city-state type of civilization, there is a reduced need for countries in its current form. Countries in a city-state civilization can, for example, have an adapted role of forming a regional or virtual grouping of city-states that interacts in mutually beneficial ways that take advantage of proximity and other common denominators. SDG 11. Make cities and human settlements inclusive, safe, resilient and sustainable. SDG 16. Promote peaceful and inclusive societies for sustainable development, provide access to justice for all, and build effective, accountable, and inclusive institutions at all levels. SDG 17. Strengthen the means of implementation and revitalize the global partnership for sustainable development. Note. This is likely easier to do in a highly collaborative and networked city-state type of civilization. And through using and democratizing knowledge, science, smart technology and other tools in optimal human-centric ways that are based on wisdom, good values and ethics to dynamically solve problems, create opportunities and abundance and share benefits with everyone. MTP Goal 6 Collaborate in optimal human-centric ways to use our growing knowledge base and general-purpose technologies in a wise, value-based and ethical manner to solve humanity's most pressing problems and creating abundance for everyone. MTP Goal 7 Democratize AI and smart technology from a use and benefits perspective to help society thrive. SDG 1 In poverty in all its forms everywhere. SDG 2. End hunger, achieve food security and improve nutrition and promote sustainable agriculture. SDG 6. Ensure availability and sustainable management of water and sanitation for all. SDG 7. Ensure access to affordable, reliable, sustainable 
and Modern Energy for All, SDG9. Build resilient infrastructure, promote inclusive and sustainable industrialization, and foster innovation. And maximizing quality of life, community building, virtues and character strength development, sense making, standard of living, well-being, and meaningful living of everyone. MTP Goal 8. Ensure that we balance population growth and decline with quality of life. MTP Goal 9. Implement better collective sense-making for all of humanity and better alignment with respect to our common goals and visions. MTP Goal 10. Build local and virtual empathic communities connected via global network with more meaningful work and relationships. MTP Goal 11. Help people live more meaningful lives through using Maslow's eight-stage motivational needs framework that includes physiological, safety, psychological, esteem, cognitive, aesthetic, self-fulfillment, and transcendence needs. MTP Goal 12. Support people through scalable, smart technology-driven approaches complemented by human-centric, lifelong, and life-wide education services to build and continuously improve on virtues and character strengths, which includes wisdom and knowledge, courage, humanity, justice, temperance, and transcendence. SDG 3. Ensure healthy lives and promote well-being for all at all ages. SDG 4. Ensure inclusive and equitable quality education and promote lifelong learning opportunities for all. SDG 5. Achieve gender equality and empower all women and girls. And with consideration of the best possible livable habitat, other living organisms, the environment, and our place in the universe. MTP Goal 13. Make Earth a truly more livable habitat for humanity and as many life forms as possible and reduce our dependence on animal life for food and any unhealthy processed foods. MTP Goal 14. Make life multiplanetary, extract and make use of resources from beyond Earth and explore the universe through advancing smart technology. SDG 12. Ensure sustainable consumption and production patterns. SDG 13. Take urgent action to combat climate change and its impacts. SDG 14. Conserve and sustainably use the oceans, seas and marine resources for sustainable development. SDG 15. Protect, restore and promote sustainable use of terrestrial ecosystems. Sustainably manage forests, combat desertification and halt and reverse land degradation and halt biodiversity loss. Although we must be practical and realistic given the current fragmented dynamics and powerful forces at play, we still need to start somewhere to supplement the current status quo approaches with ones that directly aim to build the beneficial future that we want. Having considered various potential beneficial outcomes for society in the previous section, it seems to make sense as a first MTP goal to select a Pareto-topia type of world that aims to maximize a beneficial future for as many people as possible in harmony with nature and with many protopian elements such as AI-driven smart technology helping to drive abundance through, for example, significant reducing costs of energy, healthcare, education, transportation, and the production of food, goods, and services. 
Given how people are increasingly moving from rural to urban centers, which leads to cities becoming larger with greater population density, cities and their suburbs will play an even more significant role in the future as it provides opportunities for focused wealth creation via network effects, productivity, efficiency gains and scale. Urban growth is further accelerated in a virtuous cycle by more people being attracted to the concentrated wealth creation and smart technology helping to improve living experiences. Drivers for urbanization include the increase in mechanization, automation and innovation in agriculture and other sectors, lifestyle preferences, attitudes, the increasing concentration of wealth creation and the specialized nature of modern workforces in the knowledge economy. The second MTP goal is focused on building a more elastic, dynamic and direct type of democracy through a community-based city-state civilization as also mentioned by Daniel Smachtenberger earlier in this chapter, except that they do not need to be completely anti-rivalrous as discussed in the fifth MTP goal that promotes infinite game dynamics with selected limited rivalry where it makes sense to do so without harming effects. What I'm advocating for here is that these city-states are also more decentralized with social structures that have polycentric and polyarchic elements as described by Max Borders and also more elastic and self-optimized through human-centric AI-augmented governance systems that are transparent and explainable. The default state of affairs should be that the real-time governance is directly influenced by wishes and needs of the local communities within the city, but also one that is elastic enough to quickly move into a protective mode in order to respond in a dynamic and agile fashion to dangers and threats that could harm the citizens in the city-state. With each city-state, having its own AI agents to help optimize the city, it could also be elastic in quickly responding to opportunities and possible engagements with other city-states within a highly connected network as more of them develop globally. The recommendation is to either build a new city-state civilization from scratch or select existing cities within countries to take the lead and directly transform them by starting to experiment with this type of smart city-state approach. Jeffrey West in Scale, The Universal Laws of Life, Growth and Death in Organisms, Cities and Companies, expresses concern about the continuous growth and the consequent ever-increasing acceleration of the pace of life, which he thinks have profound consequences for the entire planet and, in particular, for cities, socio-economic life and the process of global urbanization and our lives on the metaphorical, accelerating socio-economic treadmill, as he describes it. He does not think that this is sustainable, that the accelerating rate of change causes severe strain on all dimensions of city life, and that we are on our way to a massive crash or a potential collapse of the entire socio-economic fabric. Jeffrey asks if we would be satisfied with some sub-linear scaling and its attendant natural limiting, or no growth, stable configuration? And can we have this kind of vibrant, innovative, creative society driven by ideas and wealth creation as manifested by the best of our world cities and social organizations? Or are we destined to a planet of urban slums and the ultimate specter of devastation? 
we might need to get used to a more open-ended growth and define progress in a different way, which is closer to some of the proposed MTP goals that link to maximizing quality of life, community building, virtues and character strength development, sense-making, standard of living, well-being, and meaningful living of everyone. Jeffrey reckons that such an outcome would be a true significant paradigm shift. The third MTP goal ties in with this and states that we should aim to re-engineer and design a positive, uplifting, and compassionate human-centric society with incentives that rewards active participation and positive contributions to society and civilization. This should be a continuous improvement process and also complementary to the currently evolving workplace. It is particularly important that we are all clear and in agreement about the society that we want and make sure that we are as inclusive as possible when engineering this. The fourth MTP goal is focus on implementing a dynamically fine-tuned and controlled form of capitalism that are more robust, resilient and responsive to drive sustainable economic growth in an open-ended fashion and maximize the benefit to all stakeholders. As also mentioned by Ray Dalio earlier in this chapter, capitalism is the most effective motivator of people and allocator of resources to raise people's living standards. We still want the benefits of innovation driven by capitalism, but also want to address the wealth gaps and sharing of benefits in a more equitable manner. We therefore need an adaptable and more dynamically controlled form of capitalism embedded within an elastic form of direct democracy that we can experiment with to help fix the issues with capitalism. China's state capitalism is an example of a hybrid system that seems to work well, but an authoritarian form of governance and state control is still a major concern. There are also a multitude of other ideas such as radical markets, data as labor, the sharing economy, building out the commons, and others discussed earlier in this chapter that can be considered for experimentation. Just imagine a world where AI and other smart technology, along with knowledge and science in general, are used and democratized in such a way that maximizes the benefits to everyone. Even better, if we can assure that this is done through human-centric ways that are wise, value-based, and ethical, and used to solve humanity's most pressing problems, creating opportunities and abundance, and sharing benefits with everyone. This is what the 6th and 7th MTP goals are all about. It will also give us a better chance to solve poverty, hunger, better food security, improved nutrition, as well as our water, sanitation, and energy needs. In the next two chapters, the focus is more on specific details and ideas with respect to democratizing AI solutions to help shape a beneficial human-centric future and sharing a proposal about decentralized super-platforms with personalized AI agents that not only empower individuals and monetizes their data and services, but can also be extended to families, virtual groups, communities, cities, city-states, and beyond. Although we are on track to likely build strong AI systems, explosive runaway superintelligence systems are not necessarily a given. We should not get ahead of ourselves. Our imaginations are sometimes running wild. We should stay focused on applying general purpose technologies wisely for our collective benefit in smart, 
and unselfish ways. The next group of MTP goals has to do with maximizing quality of life, community building, virtues and character strength development, sense making, standard of living, well-being and meaningful living of everyone. These are some of the most important goals that are not explicitly addressed by the UN's SDGs except for standard of living, healthy lives, well-being, quality education and gender equality. The eighth MTP goal is about the need to have a balance in how we grow our populations while still maximizing quality of life. Excessive population growth, like we see in certain developing countries, especially in Africa, makes it very difficult to address quality of life for these citizens in meaningful ways within reasonable time frames. On the other end of the spectrum is population decline, which hampers productivity growth and eats away at the domestic market base, which can also affect quality of life. Another major problem is collective sense-making for all of humanity and better alignment with respect to our common goals and visions, which needs to be urgently addressed, as also discussed early in this chapter and also expressed in the ninth MTP goal. Many factors contribute to the current state of humanity's collective sense-making and alignment with respect to common goals and visions, such as information overload, misinformation, fake news, social media manipulation, people not having intelligent information filters to help guide them, and vastly different and fragmented ideologies. Joshua Bach thinks there is a certain way in which people link together that produces intelligent agents such as a family, a tribe, a community, a business or a nation. Looking at this from an intelligent systems perspective, these groupings seem to have agency, memory and goals even though it's not currently sentient. These intelligent agents embody information processing principles where, for example, cooperating groups with aligned interests tend to win over groups that do not. The key problem to solve is how to align these interests. Humanity has found a very interesting solution to align people that involves reputation and punishment. Joshua argues that a solution of reputation works in the long game where people can keep track of who did what, which forces people to not play a very short game. In the short game, if you do not see people again, or there are too many people to keep track of in terms of who did what, reputation does not scale within these larger groups. He believes that humanity's solution to this alignment problem is to be less smart and give up agency to become programmable primates that stay in lockstep. There is enough evidence to point to humans in general being able to believe things without good reason, being manipulated or hypnotized into adopting policies and beliefs without reason other than convergence. He describes this ability to converge on beliefs, even when they are irrational, makes it possible for us to move in lockstep to form arbitrary functional units. Our values are a way for us to be programmed to move in lockstep. It seems like people look to serve systems that are larger than themselves, that have meaning and purpose, and that are sacred. In general, people also love others that serve the same system and find meaning in things like art, science and religion. The hope is that with better collective sense-making and alignment, we can make smarter decisions in the best interest of humanity as a whole. I have started this chapter with different perspectives on the meaning of life and some sense-making in this regard. 
The 10th and 11th MTP goals are focused on not only ensuring meaningful work and relationships within empathic communities, but also on supporting humanity's psychological, cognitive, aesthetic, self-fulfillment and transcendence needs, as also captured by Maslow's 8-stage motivational needs framework. Given that we know how important meaning is for humans, even if we do not explicitly acknowledge that or even think about it, it makes sense to have smart goals focused on this and helping people to make the most out of life. Another important area for human development that is neglected is the 12th MTP goal that focuses on virtues and character strength development, which includes wisdom and knowledge, courage, humanity, justice, temperance, and transcendence. In general, we can do a much better job in supporting people to become better humans through scalable smart technology-driven approaches complemented by human-centric, lifelong and life-wide education services to build and continuously improve on virtues and character strengths. Just imagine a world where we have a growing number of people developing good character, having smart sense-making and alignment, and wanting to have meaningful lives and engage with one another in meaningful ways. Whilst we focus on all the mentioned MTP goals and SDGs to drive to a better civilization, the final two MTP goals, 13 and 14, are all about ensuring the best possible livable habitat here on Earth for humanity and other life forms, reducing our dependence on animal life for food and any unhealthy processed foods, being considerate of other living organisms, make life multiplanetary in line with Elon Musk's vision, extract and make use of resources from beyond Earth and explore the universe through our advancing smart technology. In a talk by Trent McConaughey titled AI, Blockchains and Humanity, the next 10 billion years of human civilization, he proposes a broad holistic solution that not only addresses our threats with respect to solving climate change and AI's impact on the job market and controlling our resources, but also one that catalyzes an unrestricted expression of humanity as we explore the universe. His proposal involves a top-level design for the unrestricted expression of humanity that provides people with a better substrate that includes a body plan as well as a better spread of power that have implications for governments. The first goal is to work towards a decentralized computational substrate for humanity that keeps our dynamics, values and patterns of intelligence but ensure that our cognitive capacity can compete with AIs and that we are not limited to our current biological bodies to make it possible to explore the stars. The design of the substrate goal involves connecting networks at the level of data as with TCP IP and of value as with decentralization and blockchain on an intraplanetary and interplanetary level where our patterns of intelligence execute on this substrate that no one owns or controls and where we can operate on a peer level with AIs and not compete with them. Getting our patterns of intelligence on such a substrate might sound very far-fetched and also not something that I have included on an MTP goals level but I think it is important to consider as part of sense-making of various responses to the threat of AI systems controlling all of humanity's resources. Trent proposes a so-called bandwidth plus-plus approach, where the bandwidth between people and computation gets to the level of bandwidth between people through near-time market drivers, such as EEG-based brain-computer interfaces, BCI, or eye tracking, 
and medium-term market drivers such as perfect memory through recording everything we see and hear throughout the day and communicating in pictures and videos. As the devices are continuously delivering higher quality BCI scanning, we might be sending computation jobs outside the brain by thinking about it and getting feedback from non-brain computation and storage. Trent reckons that at some point we would not even know what is in the brain versus the non-brain part and that most of the computation and storage would be in the non-brain part in silicon where the brain part might become outmoded or disused. His second goal is very much in line with the MTP for humanity and as it speaks to decentralized governance and steering clear of concentrations of power that prevents progress. He argues that controlling a decentralized substrate should not accidentally lead to autocracy or oppression and that people will be less confined by the nation-state authorities. From a design perspective, governance of the substrate can follow a one-citizen, one-vote approach without having tokens of value, and groups of people can be dynamically organized in hierarchical fashion based on bandwidth of communication and not controlled by governments or nation-states. Trent ends his talk by saying, What do you want for the future of humanity? Let's do system design at the level of civilization. We can reconcile climate change, jobs, UBI, AI. Let us rewire the internet. Let's rewire society. Let us reaffirm our humanity in the face of AI and explore the cosmos. We need new and realistic Pareto-topia, Protopias and Utopias. We want visionaries, lateral thinkers, city developers, futurologists, economists, technologists, industry experts, scientists, politicians and others to also express their opinions and perspectives on what better structures and solutions could look like. Seeking alternatives is arduous, strenuous and challenging, but it will be worth it. Each one of us has the power to steer where the smart technology era goes. If we insist on being outside of it, fearing and complaining from the sidelines, we miss our chance to shape the future.